so critically acclaimed. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Not So Critically Acclaimed podcast. I'm Laura, and this week we're going to be talking about Make It or Break It. So Make It or Break It is only three seasons, and it aired back in 2009 to 2012 on ABC Family, which is now known as Freeform, and you can stream it on Hulu. So my experience with the show is nothing too spectacular or memorable for that matter. I would say it's very similar to my experience with The Secret Life of the American Teenager since they came out around the same time. And it, that was like one of the first shows that I watch religiously like every week at the same time, like I mentioned in that episode of the podcast. Um And so I kind of like Make It or Break It came out only a year after Secret Life. So I kind of just tagged it onto it and I ended up like, you know, watching both of them because I think Make It or Break It was on right after Secret Life. So those were like, I remember my early on and like really free form or like formerly ABC Family is really where I got into like watching these types of shows because I didn't watch the CW for some reason. I don't know why because I would say like free form or like ABC Family and the CW are like the two big networks, like network television channels that aired like teen dramas and shows geared towards young people. Um, with the exception of Friday Night Lights, which was on NBC and the OC, which was on the CW, not the CW, on Fox. But for the life of me, I thought it was on the CW. And so, of course, you know, by the time I like learned about the genre, I wasn't, I still wasn't watching the CW until like much later for some reason. But I would say Freeform really is the channel that started me on it. So I would, I would say like The Secret Life of the American Teenager, um, Make It or Break It, Pretty Little Liars, Jane by Design, The Nine Lives of Chloe King, um, like Switched at Birth, The Fosters. I always lump all of those together as like the shows that I first started watching. Um, So yeah, but Make It or Break It, since it's only three seasons, it did end up getting canceled as opposed to like ending. But as far as I remember, there's no major cliffhanger. So it's kind of like, okay to watch it in comparison to other shows that have been canceled. And I also decided to like do this show as its own episode of the podcast instead of going on like another week where I did like cancel TV series just because, you know, it is three seasons. So I feel like there's a substantial amount of stuff to like discuss. Um, and I feel like I've gone through the stages of trying to rewatch bits and pieces of it. Um, but I don't remember ever sitting down and watching the whole thing again, but I totally want to just because I feel like, um, I, I mean, for starters, I, to be completely honest, I had to go and reread like a synopsis of the entire show because I did not remember anything other than like some of the major plot points. So with that being said, like I totally could have rewatched it, you know, not remembering anything that happens on the like the episode to episode. So I would have enjoyed it, I guess, because I really didn't remember much. But now having reread everything is kind of pointless. Plus, there are so many shows that I need to watch. And it would also just I think even though there is no major cliffhanger, I think it would still get me bummed at the end that it's not like renewed and there isn't a continuation of the story and everything. So that's my experience. Then let's talk about cast. So first up, we have Chelsea Hobbs, who plays the lead, sort of, Emily Kameko. And she has guest starred in shows like Supernatural, CSI, Lucifer. But primarily, her filmography consists of a bunch of Hallmark movies. 
Um, then we have Josie Lauren as Kaylee Cruz. I feel like she's one of the people you would recognize the most on the show. She's been in 17 again, the one with Zac Efron, um, The Mentalist, 21 and Over, also the Disney Channel original movie, Hatching Pete. And then she's guest starred in like some shows that I feel like people who listen to this podcast have definitely seen. But again, it's only been like one episode, so I don't know if you would really remember. Um, but shows like Veronica Mars, Hannah Montana, Drake and Josh, Corey in the House, and Young and Hungry. Um, so yeah. Then we have Cassie Skirbo, who I feel like is another one of the most recognized people from the show. She is known primarily for also being in the Bring It On, In It to Win It with Ashley Benson, which is one of my favorite ones. Then the Sharknado movies, also the Teen Spirit movie with Lindsay Shaw on um, ABC Family slash Freeform, whatever. She's also in another movie called Truth or Dare. And she was recently in a few episodes of Grand Hotel. And it was really fun because I saw her in it. Um, I loved that show. It was so great. And then I just wanted to share a fun fact story about Cassie Skirbo. So she is actually from my hometown. And a few years ago, she came to my high school to speak. And so basically, she is the vice president of an anti-bullying organization called Buddha Bullying. And I have no idea how, why, but my high school decided to bring her to speak at an assembly. And I remember there was some rumor going around about someone coming to speak who might be famous or whatever. And I would regularly check the calendar to see like if when speakers were coming or events were happening. So like I would know when we're not having class because like everyone does that. Um, and I remember seeing her name on the calendar and was like, her name sounds familiar. And sure enough, I looked it up and I was like, oh my God, she's from Make It or Break It, Bring It On In to Win It. That's so cool. So then funnily enough, the day she was coming was actually Senior Ditch Day. But me and my friends cared too much and like we we're like, we are not not like gonna see this. We're not missing this, you know? So we skipped morning class and then came for only the assembly and then we went to the beach after for the rest of Senior Ditch Day. And so overall she was literally so kind and sweet. We talked to her afterwards and took a picture with her and and explained that like it was our senior ditch day and she was literally so cute and she's like, Oh my god, that's so funny. Like, thank you so much for coming, all that. It was really nice. Um it was kind of a shame though because she came to obviously talk about bullying and stuff, but which is just kind of weird because you know my school didn't really have an issue with that because I went to a private school, a really small private school, so it wasn't like you know public school, I guess, or I don't know, it, it wasn't really an issue, so I think no one really took it seriously to begin with, and also like everyone just cared that she was a celebrity and like hearing asking her questions about her acting experience and just like all that stuff. Um, and then also just a really funny random thing. So she wore Christian Louboutin heels that day, which are of course the super expensive ones with like the red bottoms. And so everyone, at least the girls were talking about it. And it became so memorable that a picture of like the style of shoes that she was wearing. So like the black, they were like the closed toe pointy black, um, leather like Louboutins with the red bottom that image made it into our yearbook on like the year in review page and it's just really funny um so yeah so that's Cassie Skirbo but again she was literally so cute and so sweet and she actually like just liked the post that I um posted on Instagram of Sean Johnson doing like the bar routine so that's pretty cool because you know always love when celebrities notice my stuff and everything Okay, up next we have Isla Kell, who plays um, Payson Keeler. She has been in things like Malcolm in the Middle, CSI, and Melissa and Joey, but not much else. 
Then we've got Zachary Abel as Carter. He was in a few episodes of Secret Life of the American Teenager, but I really don't remember as who. He played in Awkward as Maddie McKibben's older brother. And then, um, like, guest starred on some episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Criminal Minds. And low-key, I've seen him resurface on TikTok. So if anyone is interested, he's on TikTok. Um, So that's kind of cool. Okay, then probably the most famous person on this show, but she's not the star, is Candace Cameron Beer as Summer. Obviously, she is known... um, as her role in as DJ Tanner of Full House and Fuller House. And then, of course, she has starred in countless Hallmark movies. We love Candace Cameron Burr. And she was on Dancing with the Stars one season. Um, then we have Neil Jackson as Sasha. He's been in Sleepy Hollow. Wow, Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. Um, another show called Absentia. Absentia. I don't know how to pronounce it. And then the new show movie, I don't know, Stargirl, I guess, on Disney+, Plus, which I haven't watched and I don't ever plan on watching. I remember reading the book and absolutely hating it. Um, okay, then we have Johnny Picard as Damon. He was in Wild Child. Wow, I said Wild Child really weird. He's in Wild Child with um, Emma Roberts. I don't remember who he played in the movie. He's definitely not the lead guy, but regardless. And he was in the Disney Channel original movie, Now You See It, with Ali Machalka, which is just hilarious. Because that movie, I remember, like, I remember liking because of the magic part, but I remember it re- being, like, super, like, mysterious and not creepy, but, like, trying to be dark and have this big secret going on, and it's just a funny movie, and I mean, I'm sure I'll watch it coming up as, like, it's probably lumped into, like, the Halloween movies um, and everything. Okay, then another person who is pretty recognizable on this show as well, Nicole Anderson as Kelly. Um, she's been in episodes of Hannah Montana, Unfabulous, Zoe 101, iCarly, and then more well-known as her role as Macy in Jonas. Also, she's in the horrible, horrible, horrible movie Mean Girls 2, which we just don't talk about, and then the show Beauty and the Beast and Ravenswood. So there's a ton of stuff that you guys would totally recognize her from. She doesn't start, she's not in the show at the very beginning, but I just thought like she's um, a big enough role in the show and like you would recognize her that I had to list her. Um, then we have Nico Tortorella as Razor. He's Again, only in a few episodes. He is in like the first episode, so I'll give him that. And I thought he was going to be more like of a bigger role than he was, but he's not. But I just wanted to include him since now I know him and love him as Josh on um, Younger, which I will do eventually. And I honestly should have done Younger before I did Make It or Break It. But I think I just decided to do Make It or Break It because it was one on the list that I knew I had to do and I just wanted to get it out of the way. Um and I was like, it's not that I wanted to get it out of the way. It's just like I still have a running list of shows that I've watched. And I'm continuously adding it to it when I finish a show that would match this genre, like my genre and everything. Um, but I still want to make sure I get to those shows that are done. But it's just shows that I either you know, watched a really long time ago or I watched in bits and pieces. So I, it's hard to remember a lot that happens and it would almost like take more, a lot, a lot more work to do it on the podcast because I'd have to like go and reread things, try and remember and make sure there's enough content for me to actually talk about in the second episode. So those shows are like make it or break it and switch at birth and 90210 that are like shows that I definitely had opinions while watching. It's just, I don't really remember a lot. Um, 
But yeah, sorry for the tangent. And then lastly, Zane Holtz as Austin. Same thing with him. He doesn't appear till later on in the show, but he has more recently starred as KO and Katie Keene, which got canceled and I'm really bitter about. Um, and he's also been in Perks of Being a Wallflower, so I feel like he would be someone you might recognize. So I just wanted to include him here for the few who might know him and that might be enough to make you want to watch the show. Okay, so now let's get to the plot. So the show was actually inspired by the movie Stick It. And if you haven't seen that movie, it's basically about a gym- it's about gymnastics. Um, it's not about like the Olympics or anything, but it's about this girl who gets in trouble with the law. And instead of like sending her to juvie or like doing community service or something, I don't know, she has to go to this gymnastics um, like training center and train for competitions and stuff. Cause she used to be like a really well known and like talented gymnast, but then some stuff happened in her personal life, like with her parents, I think. And that kind of made her want to quit and she's very stubborn attitude and all that kind of stuff. But basically the show came out like early 2000s. I want to say like 2006, something like that. So this show, um, so the movie inspired Make It or Break It, obviously, as um, it's going to be about gymnastics. So Make It or Break It follows the teen gymnast at the Rocky Mountain Gymnastics Training Center, aka The Rock, in Boulder, Colorado, as they train to compete in the 2012 Olympic Games. So the main characters include Kaylee, Lauren, Payson, and Emily. So Kaylee, Lauren, and Payson are all best friends who grew up training together. And then Emily is the newcomer who joins the gym at the start of the show. So let's just go over like everyone's personality and like the part they play in the show because that's kind of how like it's going to like you're going to see how different parts of the show come about because otherwise that'd be like it. Yeah, it's about gymnastics who train for the Olympics, but there's so much more than that, of course. So Emily is kind of the main character, at least at the beginning of the show. And she comes from a poor family, a single mom and a younger brother who's in a wheelchair. So they often struggle with money, supporting medical bills and all that. The mom is pretty unstable, always moving around between jobs and boyfriends and all that. And then Emily got discovered, I think, at some park by this coach who saw like that she has raw talent and and wants to bring her to the rock um on like a scholarship but of course then the other girls don't know about the scholarship because you know it they would hold it against her and all that kind of stuff so that's emily she's you know the new one she doesn't match the lifestyle that these other girls have she doesn't have any of the training that the other girls have so she's really like the odd man out at the beginning Then we have Kaylee, who is kind of the perfect princess girl. Like, her parents are super rich and are both really invested in her training and, like, her path to the Olympics. Her personality trait is kind of the good girl who just kind of, like, falls in the middle in terms of gymnastics capabilities. And, like, she's the likable one. Um, I would say that she's probably my favorite character. Um, And she... But she really does change a lot throughout the show. And, um... I just think that she, like, it's kind of difficult to, like, pin her down for one specific thing without, like, giving away because, like, the one thing that happens to her in the show that really, like, kind of doesn't define her, but primarily what people remember about her and everything is um, a big spoiler, so I'm not going to tell you, but that's basically her. She's the nice girl. She's um, the good girl, princess. I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of it. 
Then there's Payson, who is the true star in terms of gymnastics. Like everyone knows she is the most talented. She's the best gymnast at the gym. She's super high strung, focused, and determined to do everything in her power to accomplish her dream. She's like the mom of the group kind of in terms of like following the rules and everything. Her parents also kind of struggle with money and they're probably the most normal family. And so basically Payson throughout the whole show is just, you know, trying to like fulfill her dream and work super hard. She's super type A and all that. But then at the same time, like being surrounded by these other girls, tried to remember like that she does need to have somewhat of a normal life as well. And lastly is Lauren, who is the bold and ruthless mean girl sort of. She's best friends with Kaylee and is queen of the bar. She's sassy, will call everything as she sees it. She's very much the rule breaker and the most intimidating, but also the most threatened in terms of skill. She tries to like ice Emily out, make her feel welcomed in everything. Um, because of course, um, and not make her feel welcome because she's obviously Lauren's threatened by Emily's talent. Um, and so obviously also you're going to learn that Lauren's family life definitely like has taken a toll on her. And, um, it's kind of like her dad, who's a little bit uninvolved and dating someone new. So basically that definitely plays a role in like Lauren's personality and the way she acts and how she's like, you know, intimidating, but at the same time, like kind of self-conscious and not confident about her skills and like her place at the gym. And so overall, so those are the characters, the four main girls, at least. Then there are, of course, other characters that come into the show later on, as well as like their parents are heavily involved in the show. Like um, they play a good role, I would say, because of um, logistics of um, everything. But overall, those are the characters. And so the girls are training at the gym, which has extremely strict rules considering their lifestyle. The athletes are all homeschooled, so they don't have normal lives or any of like the high school drama stuff. Well, in terms of school-related stuff, they definitely have the drama. Um, but so they, there's a lot of rules that come into their lifestyle, of course. So they aren't allowed to have boyfriends, which of course they break. Primarily Kaylee at the beginning, who is dating Carter, a fellow gymnast at the gym. Um, but then other girls break that rule as well. There's also another rule of not having a job, which Emily breaks at the very beginning because, you know, she needs to support her family, um, and everything. There's also, of course, curfews and like diet restrictions and all that kind of stuff. Um, so the show tries to, um, show the struggles and process of training as an Olympic level athlete. And I would say like, it's a really great show for several reasons. Like, of course, it definitely has the usual teen drama stuff like love triangles to an extent, cheating, accidents, parties, secrets, plot twists, all that. But it also shows a lot of the important issues relating to like the gymnastics and athletics world, like injuries, eating disorders, sexual harassment, and like business corruption slash scandals of like the bureaucracy of the USA Gymnastics and all of that stuff that um, comes into play. So basically, if you're looking for a quick binge of a teen drama, this is for you. One of my favorites, um, even though I kind of don't feel like I sold it that way, considering I didn't remember a lot of it, um, and I said all that, but it's one of my favorites because it's about sports, and I particularly love sports shows, um, and like I, I don't know why I do, but I really do, and I'm actually like in the process of 
thinking of developing my own TV show, which if you caught me on my TikTok live earlier, like last week, um, I said like, hey, I think I might be writing a TV show and it might be about a hockey TV show and make it or break it is actually, um, so basically in the world of writing TV shows, I have not studied it in like school or anything, but I worked with a screenwriter briefly in this, this past summer and we took a screenwriting course together and I learned a lot. And so when you're developing a TV show, you have to pick a template show and that's basically a show kind of to mirror your show off of and now the show doesn't necessarily have to be like plot line the same as your show although that tends to happen it's more like you're picking a show that matches the pace and like the tone of your show so like if you want a light-hearted like dramedy or something with a lot of good like wit and banter you might pick something like Gilmore Girls but it doesn't necessarily have to be this like a similar storyline if you want something more dark and edgy you could pick something like Riverdale because that's the style of the show but it's not necessarily about the plot so with me I am thinking of doing like a hockey show about like a varsity hockey player um it would take place in college and it would be about a a guy and a girl are the main characters and then I would need to have like supporting characters and like um plot like other plot lines but for right now I have the idea of like a lead guy who's on the varsity hockey team and then a lead girl who is a former ballerina and they then meet somehow in the first episode and of course like they are gonna be like romantically involved at some point on the show um but I'm not sure if I want to like do friends to lovers, even though I hate the word lover or like enemies to lovers or whatever. I'm still trying to figure it out. But why I bring this all up is that Make It or Break It is one of my template shows. And I'm thinking template shows would be like Make It or Break It, um, Flesh and Bone, which is like a ballerina show, a ballet show from like stars and um, Spinning Out, which is like an ice skating show on Netflix, which we've we've talked about and it it makes me so mad that it got canceled but because I was thinking about the show last week and like developing and then template shows I thought of make it or break it so I'm like oh so that's kind of why I chose to do make it or break it on um the podcast this week but that's a side note and tangent but I'm hopefully gonna find the motivation to actually sit down and like start this tv show but there's literally so much that goes into it um so I'll keep you guys updated if you want like both on the podcast and on tiktok live because so many people were like really responsive to it and asked a lot of good questions that really ha- helped me start thinking a lot about it. Which it, So honestly, I did the TikTok Live, said some of my ideas. People were asking me questions and that really like fueled me to start thinking. And later that night, I kind of developed like the whole first episode to an extent. Um, so yeah, so I would say back to why make it or break it. Um, it's a teen drama, quick binge if you want that. It's about sports if you're into that. And especially if you're upset about the postponed Olympics and you really want to get your gymnastics fixed, this is totally worth it because you get to see there's so many performances and it basically takes the show. Um, the girls go from nationals to worlds to then like the training for the Olympics and stuff. So you get to see so much competition of like the vault, the bars, the beam, the floor, all of it. You got to learn a lot of the lingo. Um, so really, if you're just into that and you want to see like cool performances, that's another great reason to watch the show. So that's all for part one. Go watch the show and then come back for part two and we'll discuss more. Bye.